I'm Julie Bethany, and I'm so excited to hang out with you today. Welcome to the podcast that shows you how to live the life of your dreams as the best version of yourself starting today, which is what I call living vicariously through yourself. I have full confidence that you can start enjoying living the truest to yourself you ever have and manifesting the life of your dreams right away because this concept is exactly what I used to propel myself into entirely switching careers, moving across the country when I felt the pull to, and doing numerous other things with courage I wouldn't have had otherwise. I'm passionate about showing you how to find and follow the callings in your life too. It'll be like hanging with a friend and a coach at the same time as I walk through this journey with you and help you get crystal clear on what you want, who you want to be, and how to achieve both so you can start working toward living the life of your dreams today and keep dreaming for more because you are so worth having and being all you can be in this one precious life you're living. I'm excited to live it alongside you and share the tips, tricks, and encouragement you need to really move the needle in your life and achieve success as you define it. Welcome to Living Vicariously Through Yourself, the podcast. Hey, hey, welcome to season two, episode six. I don't have enough fingers anymore of Living Vicariously Through Yourself, the podcast, and now the show. The show notes have the link to this video version of the episode on YouTube if you're interested in joining me in that way today. Well, hello. I hope your week is going so well so far. Today, we're going to talk about energy, like not so much energizer bunny type energy, which is totally a nickname I've been given in the past because puppies are my alter ego. But today we're talking about your energetic field. Now, before I lose everyone who hasn't lived in LA, let's translate who and what you surround yourself with and how that makes you feel is our topic today. Energy. Is amber the color of your energy by chance? Well, energy and the energy we surround ourselves with like positive or negative energy, vibes, auras, whatever you want to call them today, has an effect and an impact on how we feel. If we surround ourselves with negativity, we tend to feel more negative, right? But if we surround ourselves with more positive energy and people in lovely places and things that make us feel good, don't we feel more positive? That's the premise of today's episode, and we're going to take a look at our own lives to see who or what are the energy givers in our lives, and who or what are the energy suckers in our lives, so we can modify a few things in order to help our energy, and thus our positivity and feelings of happiness and overall well-being increase. Sound good? All right, before you're tempted to think this is straight woo-woo-y and out there and not helpful or applicable, think of if you feel an overall sense of calm and positivity and vitality in your life right now, where you are in this current moment. Or if instead you feel a sense of anxiety and negativity and dissatisfaction in life overall, Maybe there are places or people that make you feel more or less positive or negative. That's the heart of what we want to aim at today. Overall well-being and things that are adding to or stealing from your joy and how to adjust your world and adapt your energy and positivity to the level you're hoping for it to be at is what we're going to focus on. Let's talk about your 
environment first. My current apartment has a beautiful backyard, but it also happens to have no natural light, ring light whatsoever. I have a really, really hard time having to curate the lighting in my apartment to raise my frequency, energy, positivity, and well-being levels overall. Whatever or wherever you live makes a difference. Who you live with also makes a difference. I will pay more to live alone right now over some of the negative energy I've experienced in past situations after having over 20 roommates at least. I've had days when I've walked in and immediately the energy was bad and my good mood was taken down by someone else. A dark apartment can do that too unless you fix the lighting or the amount of space those you live with give you, right? Boundaries. On the other hand, I've also lived with some great roommates. And it's turned from that feeling of walking on eggshells to walking into a party every day. That's what we're aiming for. Your home and personal space should be relaxing. See Marie Kondo on the magic art of tidying up also, since your clutter can impact the energy of your space. Maybe some spring cleaning or some summer cleaning or whatever season it is for you when you're listening is in order. In addition, most of us spend a lot of time at work. If we work from home this summer all of the time, or for stay-at-home parents even, your home environment matters because it can make you feel better or worse while you're working or raising your kiddos. If we go into an office for work or into a building or wherever we are, that place also comes with its own energy and the way the office is set up and the way your colleagues interact with you does make a big difference. If your work environment is depressing you, it may be time to switch some things up. If it's the people, it may be time to consider what it would be like to enjoy the coworkers you work with nearly daily. I love where I work, and even when I'm stressed about other things, my colleagues always brighten my day, and that's so important to me. I used to literally cry on the way to some of my jobs in my early adult life until I realized I didn't have to stay anymore. I gave so much more to jobs and other people than they gave back to me at some points in my life. And once I realized that and peaced, I gained peace. Is your work environment giving or taking your energy? Another interesting thing that can take your energy or give you energy is the type of media you listen to, watch, look at, consume, and interact with. A ton of studies just came out via our lovely Facebook whistleblower that showed kids' self-esteem plummeting because of the negative effects of social media. I would argue adults are there too. Some sites make us feel like we can be connected all the time, but leave us less connected in person to people than ever. They can make us feel negatively about ourselves and like we have to compare ourselves to a photoshopped version of someone else or a filtered version of ourselves even. And those things take our positive energy and make us sad and feel hopeless. Models have even looked at their Photoshop billboards many times and said, wow, I'm not even good enough for my own photo. They Photoshop me so much. But if you infuse your day and the music you listen to and the things you watch with things that are funny and joyful and help you grow and show you ways to enjoy life even more, Media can be used for good and increase the positive energy in our world. 
Sometimes social media fasts are the best things for us. Always texting a friend is far better than communicating via commenting on their photos. Being with them in person is better than watching their stories. Being a part of each other's life stories. Let's uplift each other, not just with Facebook comments, but with real FaceTime with someone who is positive energy. We will feel better about ourselves and in general when we can just be and be with positive people. Now, have you noticed that people have come up in every one of these examples? If we really consider how we feel after we hang out with someone, and if you walk away, maybe this way, that's someone upside down, walk away feeling better or feeling worse about yourself and life in general, and how many people make you feel better walking away? And how many Eeyores do you have in your life who make you feel sort of down when you walk away? Yes, our friends will go through things at times, and sometimes we'll get to walk through those hard things with them, but they shouldn't be pulling us down all the time by default. We all have our days, but if someone is negative every day instead of just leaning on us once when they need it, or when they need it, that's not a good thing to be surrounding ourselves with constantly, if that's the type of person they are, because it rubs off on us and affects how we feel, right? In a fabulous book I'm currently reading called I Guess I Haven't Learned That Yet by Shauna Nequist, she says this about hospitality, but it can be applied to spending time with people in general. Hospitality is powerful. It can move us. It can heal us. It can remind us that we're loved, that we matter, that someone cares we're alive. Hospitality is holding space for another person to be seen and heard and loved. It's giving someone a place to be when they'd otherwise be alone. It's, as my friend Sybil says, when someone leaves your home feeling better about themselves, not better about you, end quote. Wow, so powerful. So what gives? To turn the question and concept around, is the energy you're exuding via your care for and warmth toward and space you create for others to be their best, most authentic, truest selves, enabling them to walk away from spending time with you, feeling better about themselves instead of better about you? Is your energy and joy and acceptance and love towards someone else so bright and exuding so much goodness and positivity that someone feels more positive and better off after spending time with you? Allow me to bring up again my girl Bianca Juarez Althoff's quote I've shared before on here. Be the friend you wish you had. Are you a source of positive energy for others? Do you exude the energy and positivity and love you wish you received from others? The energy we put out is the energy we attract. If we're making others feel loved and accepted and supported and like they matter and that their dreams matter and that they can do anything they set their minds to, they're more likely to feel that way about themselves so that they have the energy to pour that into others. That's what that really means. If we're positive and kind toward others, they're more likely to be positive and kind toward us. That's because they have that need filled so they can give it to others to fill others up. So it really can start with us. And sometimes in order to have a great positive energy ourselves, 
We need to remove ourselves from the people and situations and surroundings that are taking our positive energy or are creating negative experiences for us. It's totally a double-edged sword here. We need to put effort both into being good energy and removing bad energy in order to experience and be an experience for others of positive energy. So how do you add more positive energy into your life? If you've done all you can to try and spend less time in negative settings and with negative people who are impacting your energy, there are some things you can do to raise your own vibe so your energy can start attracting even more positivity into your world. You may think this concept is out there, but it totally is real and super helpful and I'd love for you to try and experience it for yourself, so hang with me. If we look for evil in the world, we're going to find it. But if we look for good in the world, we're going to find more of that instead. It's all about what we focus on. In the words of Tony Robbins, where focus goes, energy flows. If you look for things that are blue, you start to see it everywhere. See my whole blue bookshelf here, the whole row. Do that with positivity and positive energy too, like my shelfie. Now we can look for more good and we can also consider the other areas that might be taking from our good energy and figure out how to improve those environments for ourselves too. If your home isn't full of good energy, add some lemons on the counter for some good feng shui. I'm totally kidding, unless that's your thing. But start with decluttering, add some more color and things you love to your space, some nice photos of you and your besties you can enjoy, some brighter lights, etc. Replace those bulbs. What makes you feel good in your own home? Start there. On the other hand, if your workspace isn't creating the best vibes for you, consider if there's another arrangement you can make. Don't like working from home? Consider a coffee shop or co-working space. Disclaimer, yes, I work for WeWork and it's my favorite. Don't like working in the office as often? See if you can work remote a day a week if that's possible. Don't love the energy of your team? See if you can infuse some positivity or a team outing even to raise team morale by your efforts. Maybe others will join. Or add something light and bright and beautiful to your own office desk. Or go for a walk during lunch. My favorite weeks are when my lunches aren't all spent at my desk and I can chat with friends in my department or other departments. I had a week recently where every day I ate with different friends and it made a huge mood boosting difference for me. Surround yourself with the people who make you the happiest. You can also protect your energy now and in the future by guarding your boundaries and your time. If you don't enjoy who Thanksgiving dinner is with or the topics that come up regularly at said dinner table, see if you can request different topics or do something else for Thanksgiving this year. You've got months to plan unless you're listening to this in November. And even then, this can still apply. Just because you've always done something one way doesn't mean you can't change it, especially if it's making you miserable. Start creating traditions that serve you instead of repeating traditions where you're served a bunch of negativity for tradition's sake. Also, if you're not in the United States, insert whatever holiday is most helpful for you to think about. But it ain't worth it. Create the energy in the space you're in and be the energy you wish to see and you will attract more of it into your life, I guarantee it. 
Now, I know some of that may have been harder to follow for some, but if you take away anything today, know that your goals and the best version of who you are and the life you want to live can best be achieved by surrounding yourself with the people and places that create positive experiences and energy for you. Unfortunately, you're actually setting yourself back every time you settle for negative energy repeatedly. So choose your friends and who you spend time with and your surroundings and the media you consume wisely. It has an effect on your health, just like the food you consume. Your success in the future and the happiness you're experiencing today really do depend on it. Our bodies and spirits react to energy. If you feel yourself contracting and feeling heavier, it's probably not a great energy situation you're in. If you feel yourself expanding and feeling lighter with many possibilities, it's a great energy situation. Thanks Marie Forleo for that one. That's by the way, how she recommends you should make decisions by if you feel yourself contracting or expanding at the thought of something, feeling heavier or lighter. Think about who and where you spend your time through that lens, even your virtual time, and you'll be able to start to recognize what propels you forward energetically and what's making you feel worse. And introverts and extroverts, remember how you recharge. You need physical energy to feel your best energetically too, which is why walking around and moving your body helps you gain physical energy that will help lift your spirits too. If you're introverted and recharge alone, make sure you give yourself some time for that. If you're extroverted and recharge around others, hello, that's me, make sure you schedule some time for that too. Myers-Briggs is a great free test online to help you figure out which you are if you need to. And you may be in between or an ambivert is what that's called. Do what recharges you. So where do you feel your best? Find a way to spend more time there. Who makes you feel at your best? Find a way to spend more time with them, even if it's virtually, in person if possible. And what places or people or media make you feel at your worst? Consider spending less time there, physically or virtually, in those places or with those people. My challenge to you this week is to find one thing that's draining your energy and exchange it for something that gives you energy. If you don't like working from home, work from your favorite coffee shop for a day, for example. If you normally scroll through social media for an hour before bed and it makes you go to sleep in a state of dread, exchange it for reading a funny book you love. If you aren't enjoying how you eat lunch at your desk normally, plan a lunch date with a friend at work this week or someone you want to get to know. Make a positive swap and take note of how much better you feel and how it really was hopefully a pretty easy swap to make and is so worth it because now you're starting to attract even more good, high vibe, positive things into your life. All right, as always, go and make me proud. And most importantly, go and make yourself proud because that's what really matters around here. Have a great day and I'll see you in two weeks on Tuesday with even better energy. Hopefully that's what you're feeling. All right. Bye. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I can't wait to see you back here next time to share with you 
more practical tips, tools, and encouragement for how to live the life of your dreams as your best self starting now. If you want to take this journey with me, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already so it's easier to see when a new episode appears. And if you think it'd help a friend, feel free to pass it along too. I have even more exciting content on the way, but because this podcast is all about providing you the most value possible and helping you on your journey to the life of your dreams, I'd love to hear your feedback. So let me know in the comments what you'd like to hear about in future episodes too. You can also put your wins there so I can celebrate alongside you. I'm so excited to walk each step of the way with you and see all you'll accomplish and become. Enjoy your week and I'll catch you next time when we can celebrate you being even closer to living the life of your dreams because you are so going to crush living vicariously through yourself this week. Go shine bright so others can see your light and know it's possible for them to achieve their dreams too. Because you going for your dreams just might be the inspiration for someone else to go for it and pursue their dreams too. I can't wait to see you next time.